Hello and welcome to this edition of The Current Report, live from Advertising Week New York. I'm Damien Fowler. The annual gathering for the great and the good of the advertising world is back for its 19th edition, this time at the Penn District, a stone's throw from Madison Square Garden. The fall event brings marketers together to take stock of the year in advertising and everything that's elapsed since Cannes Lions and also affords a look ahead to 2024. One of the big news stories of the week came on Tuesday. Advertising juggernaut WPP announced the merger of two of its creative agencies, Wonderman Thompson and VML Y&R, to simplify its business. The new company will be called VML and will employ 30,000 people in 64 markets. VML will be led by the current head of VML Y&R, John Cook, who becomes the newly minted global CEO. And here's what he told the current report about the news. This represents a move to have the scale of some of the biggest consultancies, but with a creativity that I think a lot of them are really trying to have. We will have that right from the beginning. It represents the, uh, a statement about where a lot of advertising agencies who are trying to stay relevant are going, meaning a lot of advertising are fantastic creative organizations, but they're all grappling with how do I add commerce, CRM, loyalty, technology, data, we have all that. When you put these two things together, what what I hope, and I think what we hope, is that we are jumping right to that place where ad agencies and consultants are both trying to go from two different directions. We go there right now from the jump globally with uh, two companies that already know each other really well. And it's a lot easier to say. And here at Advertising Week, familiar themes were on the agenda. Top of mind is, no surprise, generative AI, retail media, and of course, streaming television. One of the highlight events on Tuesday featured Peter Naylor, the VP of ad sales at Netflix, who drew standing room-only crowds. He announced from the stage that the company would be dipping its toe into live sports with the Netflix Cup, albeit a live-streamed golf tournament. And joining me now to talk about some of these topics and more is Scott Ensign, the Chief Strategy Officer at media agency Butler Till. So, Scott, you, you're here, we're here at Ab Week New York, and you kicked off the entire week <laughs> with a panel um, about ad tech partnerships for agencies. Could you talk a little bit about the highlights that emerged from that panel? Sure. Uh, I think some of the things that came out were really how agencies can make decisions about strategic ad tech partnerships that are going to serve a wide variety of clients and client needs not just for the work that we're doing today, but for what's coming next, um, which is a more complex decision, I feel like, than it's ever been. There are so many considerations to keep in mind. And, you know, our approach to partnerships, and this is this is one of the things that we talked about on stage, is to find that collective win across all of those things. So one of the main things that we look for, and I think it's really important for agencies to look for, as the media space in particular, it's no longer transactional. It's no longer a value proposition that is predicated almost entirely on arbitrage. Like It is a strategic marketing infrastructure kind of decision. And so the thing that we really spent a lot of time talking about there was finding partners with whom you can build something. And the clients that we work with they come to us because they want a level of service and customization and attention that they're not necessarily going to get from some of the largest agencies in the world, um, but still want an agency with scale and resources. So it's super, super important for us to be able to partner with a company who's going to come alongside us and our clients and the 
the very bespoke needs and programs that that we create for them and build something together. So that was really what we spent a lot of time talking about. That's interesting. And what are the challenges for some of these agencies in this new kind of ecosystem that's very data driven? I mean, one of the big themes here this week is retail media, and that seems to be significant even since the last ad week last year. It's come online, that data is enriching. Yeah, I mean, it's challenging because there are such a wide array of things that you could do and things that you could focus on. And so the, a big part of my job is trend spotting and figuring out what are, what of those things are going to be important for an agency in the future. So I think one of the main challenges, and this is something that we've been very deliberate setting ourselves up to confront, is the balance of the work that needs to be done today, which is, I mean, literally just on the phone with people about like what's going on today in the business and how can we address that with a sense of urgency while also thinking about the future. And I mean, if you you mentioned retail media, the projections on retail media from eMarketers Insider Intelligence are, you know, the the picture of a hockey stick in terms of growth. And when you have a an industry that's a lot of things seem to be a little uncertain right now, maybe soft, maybe plateauing from an economic perspective, something like that's going to get a lot of attention. So we've divided off resources to say like, this is the group and this is largely my mandate at the agency as chief strategy officer. This is the group that is focused on the new. So all of those things that we see as important and as part of the future. So I spend a lot of my time just kind of running my mouth on podcasts and panels and talking to people is to figure out like what is going to be that next really, really important thing. And then we have a group that's led by Mike Delaporta, who is our chief operating and chief information officer, who's just focused on like making sure that the work of today is getting completely knocked out of the park. The the process, the operations that we're over, we're overachieving for our clients in the day-to-day work. So I think that's that's a big a big challenge is really finding the time and resources and having the right structure to be on the leading edge of those things while also meeting the the really, really heavy demands of the work today. Not to put you on the spot, but what are two or three of those things that are in the now that you're really focused on as a strategy officer? Yeah, and, and I don't think any of this will be surprising. And certainly these are themes that we're hearing here uh, at Adweek and have heard lots of different conferences and formats throughout the year. Um, but I'll start with maybe the the least obvious of the three. And I think that is the, the convergence of creative and media. And we're seeing that happen more and more. We are looking for ways to come together and say, it's not enough to run media with the best available message. We have to plan these things together. They have to come together with technology to create connections in the moment for the audiences that you're reaching in a highly personalized way. And that's why we talk about creating not just a media program or a media buy, but marketing infrastructure that is going to enable those. So Butler Till, our purpose is, we, we talk about all the time, create connections, make a difference. And so finding ways to create those connections for clients with bringing media and creative together is really important. The two that are perhaps a little bit more obvious, one is generative AI, of course, everyone's talking about that. It's something that we have a a group of people specifically focused on looking at, we're already incorporating it into our business with our content team, writing things that obviously someone then is reviewing, but we've seen a lot of success in really 
redefining some of our processes and making things operationally smoother. And then retail media, like you mentioned before, is the other one. I mean, we just see so much application for that uh, across the board. And that just that just hits the intersection of so many things. The, the rise of digital commerce, the deprecation of the cookie and privacy concerns. I think that those retail media networks are really well positioned to meet a lot of the challenges the media is facing. I just went to a panel on the convergence of retail media into CTV, and obviously that's top of mind for a lot of people. And at the same time, there was a panel with Peter Naylor, VP of ad sales for Netflix and standing room only. I'm curious to get your take on the importance of CTV and those platforms that have introduced ad tiers in the last year or so. Yeah, I think <clears throat> CTV is is obviously the most well positioned to pick up on some of these dollars that are going to be moving away from linear TV. It's interesting. Um, and the one thing that, you know, I talk about a lot, we talk about a lot at Butler Till with CTV is we, we want to make sure we're not dragging all of the constraints of linear TV into a connected TV world. And so one of the things that we're hoping for, looking for, pushing our partners on, talking to our clients about is like, how can we innovate in this space? Like there is so much that we can do. There's so much data that we can access. And you see a lot of players in the space having offerings that look very much like a linear TV offering, a set ad break, very limited, if any, targeting measurement options that are more aligned to what you would expect from a TV buy than what you would expect from a digital buy. And I think it's going to be incumbent on CTV, the space overall and all of the players in it to say, we are going to innovate. So our audience grows. So the the attention on this channel grows because I think otherwise those TV dollars that are so well-primed and I feel like buyers want so badly to put them into CTV are going to go elsewhere. And retail media, as we said, is one of those places for sure. You know, from an agency perspective, as you look ahead to 2024, that innovation may be amongst, you know, the things that are changing. What are your priorities for 2024? Yeah, we see, as we think about planning for 2024, um, I mentioned before the the movement of TV dollars, we're seeing that accelerating. And conversations that we've been having over a period of years with clients are really now coming to fruition and those dollars are moving. It's not to say linear TV is going away. It's just, I think, going to be right-sized based on um, the level of, of viewership and the age cohorts that are engaged with that channel. Um, you're going to see those dollars continue to flow. And like I said before, I think retail media is going to be a huge beneficiary of that. I think CTV will continue to grow and be a huge beneficiary of that. But then there's a whole host of other kind of more progressive more um, digitally focused offerings that will be a part of that too, like creator and influencer. So we're exploring all of those things. And it's actually a really exciting time to be doing media and, and integrated planning. It really is. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, Scott, for all those insights. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Meanwhile, our reporter Travis Clark has been out and about talking with marketers and sampling some of the Adweek panels. He can confirm that AI is generating even more buzz than it did at Cannes. But more than this, advertisers are now being strategic about how they might deploy this technology in real-world scenarios. And we can expect this to keep building into 2024. For more on this story, go to thecurrent.com. Next, here's our weekly roundup of what's making news across the internet. The latest innovation in the retail media space 
measuring carbon emissions. Kroger, the grocer, will become the first retail media network to measure its carbon emissions impact. Scope 3 is teaming up with the grocery brand to make it happen, giving advertisers and agencies the ability to make digital advertising decisions based on the results. Kroger made the announcement right here at Advertising Week. And the New York Times is bringing back programmatic ads to its mobile app. The Times is hoping to increase ad revenue after it ditched the ads back in 2019 due to poor reader experience. Now, given recent industry advances, the Times is reintroducing programmatic ads back onto its mobile app. It's always kept programmatic ads on its website. And that's it for this edition of The Current Report. For a deeper dive on all of these stories and more, check out thecurrent.com. And of course, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Plus, leave us a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. We'll see you next week. 